Disclaimer, this podcast was not made to slander or speak ill of any author we will soon talk about. We will try our best to disassociate the author from their books. This is a book discussion, and we are just speaking our opinions and not just speaking negatively about any book. And this is a spoiler warning. Hello, everybody. We're just going to pretend that it hasn't been, like, weeks since we last recorded And we're also going to pretend that this isn't the third time we've tried to start this episode and we've malfunctioned twice now, which never happened, like, ever before, but that's Okay, well, okay. First time, it was, like, a technical issue. My computer didn't click record. Like, I was pressing Wow, technical issue. Yeah. Really nice. Second time, Doris just forgot to count down and she started talking and I was like, wait, hold on. Okay. You're fine. It's not embarrassing for you. It's embarrassing for me to go, hello, everybody, and it doesn't work. So Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. But to be fair, we didn't just miss, like, skip recording because we didn't feel like it. We also had APs, and that's kind of yucky. But you guys won't even know because we have episodes lined up. We were prepared. We were prepared. So, like, well, uh, I haven't started editing the episode that's supposed to go up soon okay that's on you sorry that's um, on me but so the sorry. viewers if you pull through the viewers will never know so we're really just exposing ourselves right now yeah no i feel like our episodes always feel so off because the timeline is just so weird you know we've had this episode like, so like this specific book planned for literally months that we just never yeah. got to doing yeah, we, like, had the whole outline. Well, we don't really have an outline, but, like, we had the whole thing laid out and everything. But we never did it because we were like, we need to do it justice because it's such a good book. And we were like, we need to do it perfect. And we can't just, like, not remember it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, this book, we've talked about it a lot of times. And we read it, like, last year, so it was a while ago, and so we don't really remember a ton of it, because it's also pretty basic, you know? Mm-hmm. But the thing is that, like, we were, like, I got it at the library. I saw it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I should give it a reread, because it's such a good book. And so, what is that book? It's Counting Down With You, which is really exciting, because, you know, we always talk about it. Literally, like, I think that one, like, reading wrap-up, we talked about it so much. We were like, hey, couple this uh, your favorite quote from this, you know? Yeah. And so... Well, I... Okay, this is... I don't know why I remember this, but I guess I read it, like, right before, um, the school year started, and so, like, for an ice... An icebreaker, my English teacher, because, you know, English teachers, was like, oh, like, what's a book you'd recommend? And I was like, I would recommend Counting Down With You. And, like... A rom-com for recommendation? You got... that's, That's old. I know, but, like, my teacher is the type to read, like, it wasn't, like, in front of other people, it was just to her. Oh. Yeah. No, I, if I wanted to sound smart, I'd be like, Pride and Prejudice, no, you know? That's, that's my go-to, I always say Pride and Prejudice. Now I might say The Great Gatsby, because I read it recently for school, but I still think I'd go for Pride and Prejudice, because Great Gatsby is kind of, like, a frat boy recommendation, you know, mm-hmm. that wants to sound smart, you know? Like, my brother, when he was writing his college apps... For one of the questions for, I think it was in UC, it was like, what's your favorite book? And he said, The Great Gatsby. And he doesn't read that much. Like, he used to read a ton. Like, he read The Mortal Instruments and The Infernal Devices. But he does he doesn't read that much in high school. So Wait, is he, he Team Gem or Team Will? 
I never asked them. I should ask him. We should get him on the pod. We should. We should. So. Interview. Yeah. So I wanted to, when I went to the library, it was because I don't have books and I didn't go to the library for a while. So I got Counting Down With You. I also got the Clockwork Angel to reread, you know? Did you? Not yet. I'm planning on it, though. And then I also got Love and Olives. And I also got Girl Paper Fire, I think that's the name of the book. Which, I didn't look at the Goodreads review before it, and I saw you gave it two stars, so now I'm not going to read it. Oh, but I got Girls of Paper cover. and Fire, whatever? Oh, Girls of Paper. I, I don't know. I said Girl Paper Fire. But yeah, yeah Girls of Paper no, and Fire. I didn't really like it that much, but who knows. Yeah, so I'm probably not going to read it now. But I just got it for the pretty cover. Yeah, that's true. And I also got Love and Olives. And I kind of love Love and Gelato, Love and Olives, Love and Luck. Like, the, that book series, it's a trilogy. Because all the books are separate from one another, so you don't have to read them in order. And you don't have to read them back to back. And so I'm planning on reading it, like, every year. Well, I guess next year is my last year with this trend. But every May, I'm going to read the next Love and Something book. Really? Which is cute. That is cute. I would not be able to wait that long. No, because you're not, con- they're not that, you don't need to continue reading. Like, it, you finish and you're like, oh, that's that's good, and yeah. I'm done, you know? That's true. But they're very summary reads, you know? Like, it's always a girl during the summer, she goes through some traumatic event, and then she goes to a place in Europe. And so far, the two I've read, they both have daddy issues, and they both, like, they don't want to be in the place that they're at, but then they learn to love it. And then there's a cute boy who, like, shows them around and everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the only difference is one took place in Italy and the one I'm reading right now. Well, I finished, but it took place in Greece. Anyway, this book was low-key traumatizing. Because I didn't expect it to be good, you know? Because Love and Gelato, I thought it was okay. Like, Girls, we're not talking about Love and Olives right now. I want to talk about my daily reads, okay, Anya? Okay, sorry. I feel like that's a cool segment we should have, because sometimes I feel like when we talk about the books we're supposed to talk about, it sounds a little bland and boring, so I'm trying to spice it up a okay, little bit. So I don't sorry. need that your negativity. So yeah. Anyway, continuing on. This can also be my little blur for you to convince you to read the book, because it's really good. I really liked it. Anyways, continuing on before that really rude interruption... I don't even remember where I came from. Love and Gelato. Oh, I liked A Cuban Girl's Guide to Tea and Tomorrow More. I remember. Because it's the same vibe. She also was, like, angry and she had to go off to Europe. And she went to London or, some like, maybe Wales instead of Italy. And it's, like, the exact same vibe. But, yeah. Anyway, Love and Olives was really good. Because I thought I was going to read it for the ship. But instead of I read it for, like, the more sad part of it, I was sobbing like i cry so easily nowadays and i was literally sobbing and my voice is kind of like scratchy because of it because i was literally like you know when you're sobbing you're like (laughs) you know like (laughs) it's like not even silent anymore because it's literally like i was like like i was like curled up i was like like curved back everything (laughs) you know yeah i I feel like that like if it's not, like, personal issues that you're crying about, it feels so good to cry like that. Yeah. Actually, no, I think when it's also not personal issues, I feel really good crying like that because it makes me feel like the main character. Yeah, 
you're like, no. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Liar. Anyways. Um, counting down with you is so cute. Mm-hmm. You don't want to talk about the books you're reading, Anya? Um, I'm... I... I'm exposing Anya right now for not being a reader. I'm reading The Silent Patient, but I, I haven't gotten past, like, the first, like, three pages. Because <laughs> I was reading on my laptop, okay? But I did read Book Lovers recently, which we will probably cover very soon. Um, yeah, how'd you get my book back? Because yeah. I went to Target, and I saw it, and I got it for $13, and I was really excited about it. Yeah, I mean, that's a good deal. But And I also got a short story. Like, what? long, like... A bonus, like, short chapter. Yeah. Dang. Lucky. Did I not tell you? It's really cute. Well, I'll have to read it when I see you. But, um, Book Lovers was really cute, so we will probably make a review, like, a total new episode for that. Um. <gasps> we need to do beach read and people we meet on vacation, too. That's so true. Okay, we can do beach read soon because I just got it to reread. Oh. So maybe next week we'll do beach read. I need to get it too, okay? Yeah. I will. I got it from your library, so. Oh. Oh. Rude. Taking yeah. No, there's a bunch of copies. You're fine. There's like 20 copies. Oh, really? Yeah. You're fine. Interesting. Anyway, getting back to counting down with you, um, I feel like counting down is the rom-com, you know? Like, it's very cute. But I also, the rom-coms I'm reading, a lot of them are more adult, you know? And this is high school, so mm-hmm. maybe it's a little bit more, like, kind of, like, immature, but not really. It's more, like, cringy high school romance, you know? Like, same energy as Upside of Falling. Yeah, well, okay, also... The book focuses a lot on, like, religious and, like, family dynamics, so it kind of makes sense that there's not, um, not, like, an insane amount of, like, actual, like, relationship milestones, I guess. Yeah. I will say, when I was reading it, it was a lot cheesier than I remembered. Like, not in a negative way, it's just really cheesy because ace is out here trying to be a poet you know and maybe like karina's really into it because she's like really into english and she writes her own poems like she has her own main character moments you know Mm -hmm. but like ace is really trying so hard sometimes it's kind of icky damn like literally but, but the thing is and this is what really sold me. Like, you know when people do, like, TikTok promos, like, for yeah. books? Someone was like, he buys her 12 books a month to fake date him. It's not a month, it's a week. Oh. Oh, my God. Fake news! Fake news! Because they only told, they fake date for a total of one month. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So that'd be a ripoff. were gone. But, um. Yeah. Okay. But you didn't even tell me why I thought it was, like, kind of cringy. It's because literally their, like, second meeting, he, like, they're trying to study and everything, and he just looks up to her, and he's like, you know, Karina, you have a spark in you. I need to understand what that spark is. And then Karina's like, you're such a weirdo. And he's like, 
There's a spark. And then, like, the thing is that the whole spark metaphor continues on for a little bit. <laughs> like, one moment, she's, like, changing, and, you know, she's, like, developing. He's, like, I knew I saw a spark in you. Oh. And then, like, it continues on, and then she's, like, I'm sorry to understand the spark he sees in me. Like, you know? Like, uh-huh. it's so weird, and I kind of hate it. No, but, like, like that, building her it. up, you know? No, but, like, that's, like, it's when you read it, Anya. It's when you read yeah. it, and you're, like... Because he's also, like, what is the mean? Like, what is the meaning of the existence of life? Yeah. You know? He calls her, he calls her Lionheart. Like, that's cute, but it's also, like, I wouldn't want that in real life. Yeah, well, obviously, but, like... Imagine if someone in real life was, like, Anya, is this spark in you? <laughs> He's a weed addict, especially Honestly. if it's like a bad boy thing. You're gonna think he's literally high, and you like. Yeah, I mean, okay. Here's the thing, though, cause like, they're English nerds, you know. They're not the STEM nerds that me and you adore. You know I'm oh. right. Like, why are you yeah, making yeah, that yeah. face? I know, I know you're right too. But I hate that we're into STEM people. That's so icky and gross. I know. Them boys are literally like the mo- like misogynistic and gross. It's the English nerds are good, but English nerds who are boys are usually fruity. Unfortunately, true. And also, if they're English nerds, they have like women lined up for them. You know, like like Ace. Sorry, I I buffered for a second. I was like um. <laughs> Like, Ace, literally, he, okay, also, he's a rich boy, so he has, like, that added little something-something. But he's not an English nerd. Remember, he was trying to get help for his English. He's an astrology, astronomy nerd. So then he's also a STEM nerd. Yeah, but, like, yeah, he was an English uh, nerd in the way that, like, he was actually, like, interested in what Karina was, like, teaching him and whatever. I don't know. Okay, I think what you're thinking of is he's, like, an arts nerd. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's into p- playing the piano. That's and you know so what this segues into? We were talking, me and Anya, we always talk about, like, our type, you know? Mm-hmm. And our type, which what we realized, is orchestra boys, you know? And I, I like, I've known this for a while because, you know, I play violin, so I'm really into the orchestra vibe and everything. So, I don't know. I'm really into, like, a guy who plays, like, I don't know, the violin, and so then we could play a duet. But I'm also so down for a guy who plays the piano, because once again, we could play a duet. But then, like, guys who play a cello, wow, like, you know, like, that's good. We can play a duet. Like, you know, like, orchestra people just hit so different. But not band people. Band people are frat boys, and... They're not to be No, trusted. they're not. Band people are not frat boys. What are you saying? No, they are. If they play the fruit, they're fruity. The, not fruit. <laughs> if they play the flute, they're fruity. If they play brass, they're for sure an F-boy. Absolutely not. But drums? Who but drums are, are who? fine. I do not like brass players. Who is playing in band at your school? Bad people. White boys. See, that's, that's your problem, because I feel like no one else would agree with that statement. 
I think everyone would agree with that statement. Band kids are weird. Oh, they're weird they're for sure, but they're not frat boys. I feel like a trumpet player would grow up and become a frat boy. I completely disagree. I feel like they would, like, be at home with their little band in their garage. You're mistaking, like, brass players for guitar players. No, well... A brass player can't make a band, on you. I know, but, like, like the, the vibe, okay? Like, no, that's not the vibe. Or something. It's a... The band brass players are always the white boy who just all of a sudden, they're like, oh, I need to do a musical instrument because I need to be cool. And so then they become, they go into band and they become a brass player. And they play trumpet for like, until maybe freshman or sophomore year and then they quit. The people who continue playing until senior year, yeah, maybe I can kind of see it, but I still think they're going to be a frat boy. Really? The people at my school that like play well are like marching band nerds. Okay, well, yeah, but, like, I'm talking about the ones who do it for fun, and then they quit. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm fine with percussion. Just not brass. I only really know one person that plays percussion, so. Anyway, so. Yeah, but chorus boys, chorus boys are for sure pretty. Chorus boys are, unfortunately, so off-limits. Anyways. Anyway, Ace is an orchestra nerd, so we love that for yeah, us. Yeah, and, and, like, again, he's rich, so he has a piano in his room. Yeah. Which also, very much Adrian aggressed, I must say. Literally. Like, the dad who has, like, really high expectations and he can't meet it. Well, I mean, but, like, they have different means of achieving it. Because yeah. Adrian's like, I need to be perfect, and he's like, I need to rebel to get attention. Yeah. So, and like, that's quite interesting. Well, quite pretty of him. Ace is also, like, emo boy, you know? No, well, no, no, no. He's, like, because emo is making it seem like he has, like, wow, I, life sucks and art. Well, he's not, like, emo, emo, but he has, like, the, the main character moments, you know? Yeah, but he has, like, a leather jacket. He has a bad boy vibes. That's true, yeah. I guess that's what I meant more, but, like... Yeah, not emo. Yeah. But it's, like, the type of thing where he, like, wears a little leather jacket, and I think... Does he ride a motorcycle? I don't think so. I don't think he rides a motorcycle. I have really no clue. But he has that type of vibe where he's, like, I'm not like other people. And he doesn't talk to people in school. Mm -hmm. That's really cute, because it's a trope where Karina thought that he was a bad boy, and then he was, like, oh, my... And then she was, like, oh, my God, he's actually so soft. Yeah, no, he was like, do you want to go to the coffee shop? And he's like, I already got your order, and, like, all that stuff. And, like, that's so cute. Mm -hmm. And he always had a lollipop in his mouth. That's so cute. That's such a good aesthetic. Although, lollipops are kind of weird, because it's just, like, saliva. No, I think it's a really good aesthetic. Like, imagine him on Valentine's Day, and he has a heart lollipop. And then he gives... Karina, a heart lollipop. Oh, I thought you were going to say he takes it out of his mouth and puts it in his mouth. No! 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 Ew! No! See, I don't like the idea of lollipops. Like, I think they're, like, visually good, but, like, lollipops are weird when they're, like, you have to be, like, actively, like, taking it in and out of your mouth for it to not be, like, sitting in a pool of your own saliva. 
That's like every other hard candy. Like, do you like you like Jolly Ranchers? It's the same thing. It's worse. You can't take it out of your mouth. But like you, you like move it around. I guess it is weird when you're taking a lollipop and you when you take it out of your mouth, mouth you have to like suck yeah. the saliva in. <laughs> but like, I think the aesthetic is too good. You know, to each their own, I guess. I don't know. I think it's a really good vibe. I'm telling you, you watch a K-drama and the, the main guy is, is obsessed with lollipops, you're going to be obsessed with lollipops. Okay, well, I have yet to watch one like that, so. <laughs> I think you're going to change. I think you're going to change. Probably, honestly. I think it's a good aesthetic. Whatever. I mean, sure. Go off queen. I feel like, I don't know. It's like. We can't talk about, like, the representation in County Donahue, like, the Muslim families and, like, Islamic beliefs and whatever, but I will say, just, like, the family itself gives very much Asian. Yeah, Asian vibes, because the whole argument about the English thing with all of that, you know, like, um, like, you must go into STEM, you can't do English and all that, like, that's about, like, I understand that, but at the same time, I'm also, like, I don't think my mom, my parents would be that strict about it, you know? Oh, no, me neither, but, like, I know a lot of people who's, like, it's also just, like, kind of ingrained in people, like, even non-Asians, it's just, like, oh, these specific jobs don't pay well, so don't go into them. Um... Maybe. It depends on the person. Because yeah. I know that people, like, obviously being a teacher doesn't pay well, but, like, I feel like a lot of people, like, teacher, being a teacher, I feel like it's still a pretty well-respected job, because, like, that's difficult. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, well, like, mm, it's also just, like, for Asian people, especially, like, first-generation, second-generation immigrants, it's like, oh, like, your family worked so hard to get into this country, so then it's like, why would you waste it on, uh, like, not necessarily a job that can't keep you comfortable, but, like, at the end of the day, people would just want stability for their children, which is, like, kind of a weird way to go about it, but, like, I get the idea. Yeah. Also, though, her family is, like, a lot nicer, like, a lot... Um, more lenient towards her brother, which is very true for a lot of people. I feel like it's kind of the opposite for some cultures. Because a brother has to, like, be, like, you know, the patriarch of the family. That's they true. Need, like, support and everything. So I feel like they'd be more strict on the brother, like, the brothers and the girls. Yeah, I mean, okay, well, I feel like in terms of academics, they're probably more strict. But, like, in terms of just, like, living their life, you know? Oh, that's true. And also, the brother, what's his name, Ahmed? I think No, no, that's her, that's her last name. Uh, oh, Samir. Ah. Yeah. I would never have come up with that. Yeah. Anyway, so Samir, like, he's into robotics and everything. So, like, he's fine. You know, yeah. he's smart. He is a STEM nerd. But, you know. I, I absolutely love Karina's um, grandmother, though, because she, okay, of first course. of all, kind of reminds me of my grandma because she's, like, so cute and, like, you know, 
But, um, also looking out for her and all that. But, like, when Ace showed up that one time, her grandma was just kind of like, oh, like, what's this? And then... I mean, Ace is cute, you yeah, know? Yeah, Especially no. if he's treating your granddaughter right. And, like, Ace was, like, respectful of, like, their culture and whatever. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, he did, like, some sort of reading or something that, like... Yeah, he did his reading, like, and everything. Like, he literally searched up how to greet elders for Karina's culture. Mm -hmm. And it was, I think, that was my moment where I, like, really, like, oh my god, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's so cute. That's why I'm, like, honestly, I feel like after that I thought a lot about, like, what are, like, traditions... And I was like, honestly, I don't even know. Like, because, mm-hmm. like, some stuff yeah. that I'm sure is, like, respect is just, like, stuff you get used to, you know? Like, as you're growing up, it's just, like, you accept it and you're like, oh, that's not really a tradition. I just do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like my family, they're not that traditional, you know? Yeah, me neither. But, but like, like, they're not obsessed with that type of thing. Like, they don't really care. So, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm like, pretty sure, like, oh, sorry. No, well, because one day I was talking to my mom, and she, like, read them, and she was just like, I will have you date a white boy. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. But she was just like, as long as he treats you right, I'm fine with it. And I'm like, damn, you know? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. But, oh, yeah. Well, I, I was I, just saying, like, because, like, you know, like, you call, like, people, like, that are, like, your parents' age, like, Ai or, like, Shushu, like, you know? Yeah, Stuff like sorry, that. Sorry, Chinese moment. Yeah. No, but it's just, like, that stuff is, like, technically that's respect, you know? But that's just, like, something that, like, mm-hmm. you're conditioned into doing. Anyways, though, that's, like, totally off topic. I'm a cultural moment. Wow, we're so cultured. Yeah, we're teaching. Yeah. But the fact that Ace did that was really, really cute and very attractive. And it was really cute because he, the reason why he came over was to bring her food. Yeah. Because she was sick. He brought her soup. That's adorable. Like, what the heck? And then they watch Bollywood movies together. It's so cute. Imagine someone watching K-dramas with you. I know. Okay, but also, I this is a, another side note. I feel like guys that watch K-drama on their own time, like K-dramas on their own time, like before they're in a relationship, I feel like that's a red flag. Why? I feel like that makes them seem like they're run through. What do you mean? Like, I feel like someone else introduced them to it. Oh. No, but you gotta take the leftovers, you know? Because, like, you know, like, the whole thing, when someone gets out of a relationship, they have a good, like, they get their gym bod because they start, like, working on themselves. That's true. Like, That's very get true. get really hot, right? They have a really good glow up because, you know, they gotta sh- prove no, that but the I other feel person like... lost something. Okay, it depends on, for me, this is my, I feel like if someone has already watched Weightlifting Fairy, it's a no for me. Yeah, I think, like, the good K-dramas, I feel like we need to watch them together, like, my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. But I'm fine if they watch, like, some action K-drama. Yeah, if they watch, like, Squid Game or, like, Vincenzo. Well, Squid Game, everyone watched it. That doesn't count. Okay, Vincenzo. But, like, I mean, like, the ones that had me kicking my feet, giggling, like, covering my face, like, heart aching like, literally crying out of cuteness, like, those are for me only, like, if you already know what weightlifting fairy means, don't talk to me, because that's literally so disrespectful. Okay, but also, like, I love a guy who listens to Taylor Swift, you know? Well, yeah, but I'm, but, but I'm also, like, 
you better not listen to Taylor Swift before me, because that means that's, that's for sure a girlfriend thing if you're not fruity. Yeah, no, because it's like, you know, like, the thing is like, this is for girls and gays, the girls and the gays. Yeah. It's like that, but like, like, boyfriends are the exception, so then if you're into this one thing, then you had a relationship before. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, I also would love if he, like, all of a sudden had my music taste after a month, you know? That's true, Like, get rid of his, get rid of the rap and the gross stuff, and just have Taylor Swift, Conan Gray, and Olivia. Well, not Olivia Rodrigo, that'd be weird. Speaking (laughs) of music, though, because this literally got my heart, like, heart racing. Um, basically, Ace made Karina this entire playlist, and, and the most important part... He was like, I know you like pop, so I added a couple pop songs. And he added Treacherous, and he added Falling, I'm pretty sure. Did Falling or Watermelon Sugar? Falling. Oh. No, I think it's Falling. Wait, let me, I can literally find it on Spotify. Oh, it's Adore You. Neither of those. (laughs) That's embarrassing. Dang. But there's, like, Euphoria by BTS. Um, Levitating? Yeah. Oh, you know what? He's really into Sleeping at Last, which I think is really cute. Yeah, no, because Sleeping at Last is so good. Like, their music, okay, it all sounds the same to me, I'm not gonna lie, but it's so comforting. And they're really long. It's, like, very piano-y, mm-hmm. too. But yeah, they all sound the exact same. But the the, it's, like, it's so fun, because then you can, like, listen to, like, an entire album straight through and not even notice, like, Yeah. No, because I was listening to the playlist and everything, and literally, when Light came on, like, the first one, I was literally like, oh my god, this is so good, you know? And then I put it into my own playlist. Obviously. No, but, like, literally, it's just, it's actions like that, where it's, like, a playlist, or, like, you know, like, like, because he's an artsy guy, like, making art, or, like... I mean, I guess, okay, it's also, I don't know why, but it kind of gives me the ick when someone writes a song for someone else. I agree. I don't like poems. Me neither. But you know what I really like? When an artsy guy is really into photography and just takes a bunch of pictures of you. Oh, yeah, like Candid's and like, oh, you look so beautiful in this, like, whatever. That's kind of like Love and Olives. Oh, Oh. Oh. I think I just convinced you to read it. Yeah. No, okay, but in Hometown Cha Cha Cha, uh. I had to I had to go scroll through the memory bank. Um, basically yeah. there's this one senior gathering and the girl is like hanging out with all the grandmas and he's like snapping photos. Ah! It's so cute. But it's also, like, in real life, it'd be kind of creepy if a guy It is a little bit. It's, it's, but, like... It's good vibes. Yeah, it's, it's the people that make it feel safe, you know? Like, if it was a complete stranger, obviously not. Yeah, that's gross. Like, that's, like, really creepy stalker, you know? But also, in that one book, what was it called? A Thousand Boy Kisses? The guy was really into photography mm-hmm. and took so many pictures of her and it was so cute. But also, this 
entire podcast episode is basically just our favorite tropes part yeah. two. And and it's just like After our expectations three. for life. Yeah, part part three of our favorite tropes. Uh, tropes. But also, it's really cute because this book, I think it has some of the best quotes, in my opinion. Oh, like, absolutely. The quotes are what made it so good. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I said that they're cringy. They are cringy people, you know? Like, there's no avoiding that. But the thing is that, like, cringiness makes for good quotes. No, because, like... This was the first book where I was actively, like, highlighting. Because on my Kindle, it's, like, connected to Goodreads. So if I, like, highlighted on my Kindle, it would, like, just send it to Goodreads. And, like, 13 is not a lot. I'm pretty sure it's 13 or something. But, like, that was the most I had ever highlighted. And they were all, like, really cute quotes. And, like, even without the context, I was like, this is so cute. What the heck? So, like, um, oh my god, there's one where it's, like, when I glance inside, Ace is still watching me. As soon as our eyes meet, he playfully mouths, I love you. God, he's such a dumb A. A dumb A that I'm growing impossibly fond of! Right? Oh my god. And also, sorry, I the reason why I kind of disappeared was because I was trying to log into my Goodreads account. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I had to read the physical copy of this book, so I didn't get to highlight stuff. But, hold on. But it's so cute because all the quotes are him just, like, admiring her. You know, like, guy falls first, guy falls falls harder, you know? I know. Like, no, because so it's good. so... The thi- okay, it's like... He... <laughs> the thing with the spark thing, it's like... Also, the sun, like, stuff about the sun, so it's like, it's not my fault you look like the sun brought to life. Oh my god. Literally, like, I don't think I've ever really been a sun person. I don't think I'm a moon person either, but... I don't know, I feel like if we were sun and moon, I feel like I'd be sun, you'd be moon for some reason. I think so too, but like, I don't, like, when I think about you, I don't specifically think of you as sun. I just think- I think more- Sorry, go ahead. I just think, like, between the two of us, you're the sun, you know? Yeah. I don't know, because I feel like sun and moon friendships are so overdone. But also, I think we're stars. I I think so, too. I think, like- We're more into stars. Yeah, I love stars. I love stars so much. But just, like, the fact- I'm pretty sure her name or something- Something about her is, like, means sun. I can't remember what. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. I don't think so. No? Am I lying to myself? You might be. I don't know. Well, I'd like to think, because, like, you know, some people, like, they're, like, um, given names, like, not their English names, but, like, the one, their cultural names have, like, meaning and, like, sometimes it's, like, their nickname Uh, or, like, whatever. We're gonna fact check this, because I feel like we might be wrong. Um, in Hindi, it's, like, flower, pure. I'm getting lots of pure. Either way, it doesn't really matter, because no matter what, the quote is so cute. And literally had me screaming. Yeah, no, because I searched it up Mira for Bengali, and she's Bangladesh, I'm pretty sure. 
It's swift and light and admirable. Which, I mean, I fix her. But I don't think it's sun. Yeah, well, mm. still very cute. And, like, again, like, sun brought to life. Like, that is... That's so beautiful. And also, um, that one... You know, that one trope that's in every K-drama without fail. But it's, like, not as common in books. I mean, it's pretty common. But, like, it's when they're looking at something really pretty, like the stars or something. And then the girl's like, wow, this this is so beautiful. And then the guy looks at her and only her and he's like, yeah, it really is. Yeah, I know. Every single K-drama has it. And, like, yeah, it's so overdone, but it's so good. No, it gets me every time. I know it's coming. As soon as, like... There's a scene where they, like, get out of the car, and she's like, I'm just like, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming. No, because I think oh, it's a monumental it's so moment, bad. because, like, that is why I feel like a lot of people that, like, like, like hopeless romantics, it's because, like, we don't see, or, like, we wouldn't see that type of action, you know? Well, because sometimes the girl notices, but sometimes she doesn't, you know? Yeah, like tangled when they're looking at the lights and she's like obsessively like she's like staring like adoringly at the lights and Flynn is even looking he isn't even looking at the lights he's only looking at exactly like if that was in real life like you're not watching from a third person perspective so you would never know that someone's looking at you with so much emotion and love and like oh my no 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 because literally one of the quotes is yeah, one of the quotes is literally when Ace's, like, stepsister is talking to Karina, and he's like, and she's like, Ace does drool every time he looks at you. Yeah. So cute. And then also, one of the quotes is, I like you, Alistair Clyde. There's something bright and colorful and warm blooming inside me, growing flowers in the gaps between my ribs and alongside the edges of my heart. I like you so, so much. Like, that's so sweet. <sighs> no, because, oh like, imagine. God. Like, imagine someone. Oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way. Because, like. I don't know. Her family is, like, a huge part of, like, why she's so afraid to. <laughs> her family's like a huge reason why she's like unable to open up and kind of like be in this relationship at first but he does not waver this man does not waver a single bit i know oh my gosh it's just that like he's not afraid to be a dork to make her happy mm-hmm. you know i think that's the thing it's like when the guy's willing to be really goofy and like really annoying while he expresses his love and he isn't even worried about being embarrassed at one point like yeah that could be embarrassing for you but it's a type of embarrassing where you're just like oh my god he's actually doing this you know yeah also like, it's they, a good embarrassment yeah they also went on an ice skating date like oh my god oh my that god that is the dream. i was talking to my friend about ice skating because you know, we're Asian. Of course we have ice skating lessons when we were yeah. younger. Every Asian has. Which is stupid. Because, like, once in, like, maybe a thousand Asians, they become a really good skater, mm-hmm. you know? And they keep going for a while. Like, Karen Chen, we see you out there thriving. Yeah. Is that her name? Karen? No, I don't think it's Karen Chen. It's Karen... What, the twins? The Shiba... No, the Shib-Sibs? Shib-Sibs? 
Oh, it is Karen Chen. Never mind. I'm not a fake fan. I mean, I'm not a fan of her, really. But, yeah. I don't know. I just said yes, because the name sounded familiar. I had no clue who you were talking about. Yeah. But, like, she's Asian. She's really good at ice skating. Like, there's always just, like, one Asian that continues doing it for a really long time, Mm -hmm. and they get really, really good. But, I know how to ice skate. That's what I was trying to get at. And I'm, like, okay with ice skating. Like, I can go pretty fast. I can't, I won't fall usually. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna wobble around. Like, it's like riding a bike. Once I get used to it, I can, I'm fine. I can I go zooming, you know? Yeah. But the issue is that I can never have the trope where I'm really bad at ice skating and the guy's really good and he just laughs at me and smiles at me adoringly as he, like, skates in circles around me and like you and I have to rely on his hand to support me and keep me up and he can like do all of this like because you know hockey boys the way that they flirt mm-hmm. is that they stop really aggressively right in front of yeah. you and shoot snow right up you you know like that's how they flirt and I like oh I wish because Karina's like I can't ice I can't do anything I can't really skate well at all and she's like gripping onto his hand so tight and it's so cute because he's just like, oh my gosh, you don't have to hold that tight. And she's like, yes, I do. And he's like, no, you don't. And ah, uh, it's like, no, hold on as tight as you can and never let him go because he's so cute. Also, though, like for your situation, like you could literally be the one skating in circles. Like, obviously, you want it to okay, happen to but- yourself, but like you can be the one giving him that moment. You can be the one that makes him his heart flutter for the first time. That's literally what my friend said. Yeah. To the T. Yeah. Obviously. I yeah, mean, like, sh- in terms of feminism, you need to be better than him. I know, I know. I need a girl boss. And the thing is, I'm always like, I need a girl boss and be better at him and everything and make him realize how much, like, how much superior I am. And he needs to realize how lucky he is that I have braced him with my presence. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But the issue is that sometimes I want to feel... Like, I'm a little bit stupid, and he's, like, really good at something. Yeah, it's like, oh, you like, silly oh, goose. God, you're so cute. Yeah, right? Like, you, you're so cute on how bad you are at this. But the issue is that I'm good at everything, so I can't even have that. Oh, what a struggle. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just so you know, I'm not kidding. absolutely not. Like... <laughs> oh, my God, narcissism. This is... <laughs> We were talking yesterday, and I was like, I think I have severe narcissism. And Anya's was like, I think you do too. And I was I like, I did not. I it? absolutely did not. I just said, okay. <laughs> I said, whatever you think, girly. You didn't deny it. Ugh. Well, how, who am I to tell you? No, girl, you're not a narcissist. I, what? That's supposed. You're supposed to comfort me and be like, no, Doris. You just are good at everything. You're self-aware that you're good. No, Doris, you're just so, like, obviously, you're just, you are the most important person in the world. You are to me. Exactly. I am the main character. Everyone should know my name. I'm just kidding. I'm not that obnoxious, guys. Mostly. Most of the time. Most of the time. All the time. time. Just kidding. (laughs) Doris's face right now. I mean, technically, you compliment me because I said I'm not this obnoxious most of the time. So that means I'm not obnoxious at all. Oh. 
Okay. He- technicalities. Technicalities. <laughs> but also, like, literally, why is it so cute when Ace does anything? He's just, like, it's an oxymoron, I think, because he's so bad boy appearing, but he's just so obsessed with Karina, you know? That's like, true. Like, he loves her more. Like, that's the trope that we all want. Our boy loves the girl more, you know? Yeah. And also, also, he's just, like, dorky, because, like, he's actually, like, his dog is named Spade, and he's Ace. Like, come on. That is so cute. And, like... <sighs> He's literally so nerdy. Like, it's so cute. Ugh. And it's so weird because everyone's, like, afraid of him because he's, like, so... (gasps) I just remembered a really dorky part of him. Literally at the very beginning of them fake dating. Like, they probably knew each other for maybe a week or a week and a half. And he went to go eat lunch with her and her friends. And, like, Karina was, like, talking to her friends about random stuff. And they were just, like, you know, vibing. And the entire time, he was just staring at her. Aww. Like, he didn't even look away. And she was like, Ace, what are you doing? Please stop. They know we're faking it. Like, please stop. And he's just like... And then, like, instead of responding, he just kept smiling. And I was like... Oh, he has dimples! I remember that! He has dimples! I mean, of course he does. It's what the, kind of cute guy doesn't yeah. have dimples? Yeah, it's a trope where she's like, oh my god, he smiled. And I realized... Yeah, yeah. No, it's, again, about our favorite tropes, the genuine smile, the genuine laugh, like, mm-mm. Yeah, it's like, it's like when the guy usually doesn't laugh at all, and then all of a sudden the girl makes him laugh, and he's like, oh my gosh, it was actually real for once, that's crazy. And he seems shocked, mm-hmm. you know? Oh my god, I love. No, because basically, here's the thing, I had braces for, like, a while. And so, in all my photos, I would, like, smile with my mouth closed. And so, mm-hmm. my friends would all make fun of me. They were like, Anya, like, you know the smiling emoji that's, like, very ominous? It's just, like, a little smile. It's just, like... Mm-hmm. Like, people yeah. normally send the upside-down one, but, like, there isn't a right-side-up one. Well, they always said, I smile like that. And now, I smile with my teeth because I got my braces off. And I'm like... That's my genuine smile. Also, a lot of people, like, when they laugh or when they smile, their eyes, like, get really small and, like, crinkle up. I think that's the cutest thing ever. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, like, you know those candids when a person sneezes, like, not sneezes, (laughs) when they're laughing? Yeah. (laughs) They're laughing at each other. Like, you know, like, oh, I love candids of guys and girls. You know, like, couples, like, the really good candids that aren't cringy, you know? But the thing is, like, candids are all staged, unless they're taken by, like, friends. Yeah, they're usually staged. Like, on Instagram, if it's candid, it's usually them posing, pretending to be, like... Because everyone knows that fake laugh. Like, everyone knows how to look good when they laugh. I don't. You know? Like, ha ha ha. Well, it's time to, for you to learn. <laughs> you need to take a fake laughing picture. <laughs> but, um... Ah. Although I know some people, some people really pull through, like, I know this one couple, sorry, this is kind of a side story, but, like, their friend, I guess, it sucks for the friend, because their friend is always the third wheel, but their friend takes bomb pictures of them, like, holding hands, like, looking at the fireworks, oh my god, I, photographer friend. I wish I had a friend 
Maybe it could be you. It would be me. It would be me. Yeah, if it was anyone, it'd be you. But, like, I wish I had a friend that, like, could take a picture of my tangled moment where I'm looking at something and he's looking at me. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, pupils dilated, small smile on his face, everything. You know? Yeah. Like, that'd be so good. The look of love, baby! The look of love! I was talking to my friend about the look of love, and then, like, my other friend was also in the group chat, and she was like, What's the look of love? <laughs> yeah. No. Everyone knows the look of love. And no one does it like Sam Claflin does it. Oh, yeah. so good. Well, that's because he had but his also, major right person wrong time moment in Love Rosie. And uh, Me Before You. Yeah. That was full wrong, like, uh, right person wrong time. Absolutely. But, like, again... He's a unlucky guy. Mm-hmm. Also, kind of Daisy Jones and the Six is kind of gonna be like that. Yeah. Uh Daisy Jones and the Six is gonna be so good. Netflix adaptations are so good. Yeah, they like, Netflix has pretty like has been popping off recently. Yeah, like even to all the boys I loved before, the original one, that's that was a mm-hmm. good adaptation. And then like Shadow and Bone was perfect. Heartstopper was perfect. And I don't think Daisy Jones in the Six is going to disappoint because they have Sam Claflin. Yeah, no, and, and like, like, Daisy's, like, Daisy's really cute. All the, the entire cast looks really good, mm-hmm. so. And I'm pretty sure Taylor Jenkins Reid is, like, actively a part of it, the production. Mm-hmm. And The Seven Husbands is coming out soon, I think. Oh, really? I think. Yay. Let's do it. Yeah. Also, I'm no, yawning really a lot, Sorry. It's a little bit late. Yeah, it's kind of late that we're recording, so this might be a shorter episode than usual. But I think it was a good episode. Like, we, like... I feel like we did not talk (laughs) about the book at all, actually. (laughs) We did not talk about the book at all, but, like, for not recording in a really long time, we weren't as awkward as I thought we would be. Yeah, and I feel like we provided good insight about us as people. And that's Mm -hmm. clearly why you're listening to this podcast. You just want to know us and... You know, obviously, here are oh my gosh, speaking, voices. yeah, speaking of candidates and like really cute posts. Um, Karina posted her and Ace on her Instagram, and it looked really cute. It was of them ice skating, oh, yeah. and yeah, and then Ace asked for the pictures, and so then Karina sent it to him, and then he posted. And when they were ice skating, he was saying that he was like, oh my gosh, this there's something magical about this moment. I don't know what, but it's, like, so magical. And then he posted a picture of him spinning around Karina, which is kind of candid, you know, like, in the motion. Mm-hmm. Like, probably a little bit blurred and everything. And apparently, I remember it so vividly because it's my favorite, like, one of my favorite parts of the entire book. And, like, her face was flushed. She was looking at him like, you know, he was the only thing holding her steady. Because obviously, it's literally, he was the only yeah. thing keeping her steady. And he's just, like, looking at her and that moment. And then he tagged her and everything. And then he said that there was something magical about this moment that I don't want to ever forget. Yeah. Oh, and then also, in her... Actually, no. I think the comment, the caption was actually magical or something, like... It's, like, magic. Something like that. But then, also, for her post, he commented, you look beautiful. Yeah. 
No, because, like, I don't think people, just, like, people in general, I don't think I realize how, like, how much beautiful sticks with people, you know? Like, there's pretty, there's cute, there's hot, there's, like, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, also, I feel like it's weird if you're not really close to someone, then all of a sudden they're just, like, you're so beautiful. Like, that's, no, like, too no, much. I mean, it like, in a, like, a couple. Yeah, in, like, a romantic way. But, like, I feel like yeah. a lot of girls also forget that, like, beautiful, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, handsome. Like, yeah, because like pretty... handsome is not said very often. Yeah, I don't really think of handsome. I think because pretty, when someone says, oh, you're so pretty, or you're so cute, that's the flirting moment. Mm-hmm. Beautiful is reserved for relationships and relationships No, beautiful only. is like, I'm in love with you, you're so beautiful. Yeah, we're perfect together, we're soulmates, we're never gonna break up, you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But then also, I feel like it's underestimated, whatever, okay, but beautiful does not apply the same way for guys as it does for girls. So, like, for guys, if, because I literally, I say it so often, I'm like, that guy is so beautiful, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. Like, he just has really pretty features. I feel like beautiful just doesn't hit the same way. I feel like it's weird if you go, oh, you're so handsome, here. Yeah, well, no, because, like, beautiful, if you're admiring, it's just like, wow, like, you're kind of like a work of art, like, go be in a museum or something. Like, Mm -hmm. just, like, I like to admire you, but, like, handsome is like, oh, you're, like, I see it in, like, a, oh, like, he dressed up, uh, like, for this one event, and you're like, oh, you're so handsome, like, you know? Yeah. I don't know why, but I associate handsome with dogs. I mean, yeah, but I feel like that's, like, something that people have, like, done more just because it's, like, a thing that they say to, like, people they love, you know? Like, oh, you're so handsome, you little kitty kitty. (laughs) No, like... Me to whatever my friends have a dog, like, as a boy, obviously. I'm like, you're such a handsome old fellow. You're so handsome. You know? Like, ugh, I love, you know? Mm -hmm. Especially if the dog is, like, a little bit, like, older. Like, they're graying. Like, I feel like they need that, like, support. You know? The validation. A little bit. Yeah, they need to know that they still got it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you're so handsome. But also for, like, little puppos, it's so funny. Like, you know those dogs, and they have, like, a low bow tie? Like, yeah. that's so cute. No, You're that so is handsome. very handsome. They're handsome little guys. Yeah. I was talking to my mom today. We were talking about how dogs, like, dogs with shoes. Because dogs, like, shoes are obviously so awkward for them. But then also, like, in the summer, the pavement is so hot for their little feetsies. Mm-hmm. Their little toe patties get so burned off. And, like, I feel like this needs to be a public message for everyone. That if you can't hold your hand on the pavement for more than five seconds, your dog's little feetsies can't hold it on there for much longer either. So you need to get shoes for your dogs and protect their foot feet. Yeah. Actually, that that reminds me. One time, I was in like this sand dune thing, and these people brought their dog, and their dog had like little boots, but their dog's boots kept slipping off, and the sand was really hot, you know. So it was very interesting. That's so funny you mentioned that. I went to a sand dunes place too, and I also saw a dog wearing little boots, uh-huh. and I remember. Well, to be fair. The sand dunes, they're really hot. They get so hot because the main thing about them is, like, the sun shines on it. It's, like, really pretty or whatever. But they're so hot. Like, I could feel the heat through my, like, 
through my shoes. And I know that, like, that's, like, one of the only national parks that allow dogs to go there. So, like, literally, people tell you, like, you must put, like, socks on your dogs if or shoes if on your dogs if they go. Because without it, they'll literally burn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because, like, sand absorbs heat. Yeah. I don't know if other people know that, but, like, fun fact, sand absorbs heat. So, you gotta, gotta be protective. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this episode was very whack, you know? We did not talk about counting down yeah. with you, which was kind of disappointing, because, you know, we love counting down with you. And I literally, like, reread it for this episode, but it's okay. Yeah, it's I okay. mean, it's like our, what's it called? Our slow launch our oh our soft launch for our coming back even though you guys don't know that yeah we may get back into it but also i prefer these episodes where we're like barely talking about the book you know instead of like we only talk about the book mm-hmm. well it depends because like this is like counting down with you like a lot of the issues that we don't relate with you know so it's like really hard to say anything meaningful about it yeah but also one of my favorite episodes ever that we did was An Ember in the Ashes. And that's because we did not talk about the Ember in the Ashes at all. We just talked about our book boyfriends. Oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, so that's obviously so important. And you know what? Even if we don't talk about the books that we're supposed to talk about, I think we're just as interesting as the books. So true. Thank you for listening to Book Expectations with Anya, Doris, and Isabel. Email us at bookexpectationspodcast at gmail.com. That is bookexpectationspodcast at gmail.com for any recommendations on what books you'd like to hear next. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and friend us on Goodreads at bookexpectationspodcast, or click the link in our bio.